Greetings, I'm Craig DeRoche, and I'm with Paul Batura, the Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. And we just thought we'd have some fun here. We talk about Father's Day. Both Paul and I um, are fathers. Uh, a little bit different, Paul. I, I have three girls. You have three boys. Uh, um, I, my, my wife and I have not had the privilege of adopting children. You've adopted uh, uh, three. And here we are headed into Father's Day. And uh, I just thought we'd share some uh, fun stories about what it takes to be a dad, give some hope for the young men out there that um, are intimidated, what it's going to take for you to be a good father. So being the father of three daughters, you have some heavy uh, bills coming up for marriages. He heavy bills coming up. And, and it's a different way of fighting, Paul, because um, I was raised with three boys like you're raising. And my dad would buy boxing gloves, literally, and say, go settle it, you know, in the yep. basement. And girls fight completely different. So how are you doing with three adopted uh, boys now. Yeah. One just graduated high school, I believe. He did, yeah. I just finished this past Saturday. And, and uh, we have the boxing. We have the boxing gloves. We have the heavy bag under the porch. So we send them out there to get their aggression out from time to time. But uh, I, I think my wife often says, raising boys is harder at first and then gets easier as they go along. I don't know. And raising girls is probably easier at first and then gets harder. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. If you find I, was say, case. I was gonna say, without getting my, listen, you and I can both agree that boys and girls are different, right? God has made us- 100%, not 100% different, but very different. Not a, yeah, God has just made such a splendid, splendid uh, division of who we are when, when he creates us either male or female and and just so much good uh, in both of those. And, and yes, um, I've found that with my 22-year-old adult daughter and my 19-year-old who started her first business, that it's a it's a it's a different package of things. When I was 22, I didn't want to talk to my mom or dad. I wanted to, them to believe I I had everything figured out. But with the girls, they'll still talk to me and they'll still want advice and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've discovered that kids love to talk. I, I'm a morning person. And so I, I, I'll talk all morning long, but our kids like to sleep now. And <laughs> But they love to talk at night, late at night. And okay. it's hard for me, but my wife, fortunately, is a night person. So she stays up and talks to them, and I can sometimes bail on that. So you 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 worked with Doc Dobson for 10 years before he retired from Focus. And uh, you did research for him, and then you've gone on, you've adopted children. They're, they're, they're getting up there, graduating high school and everything. Um, what do you think... Uh, caught you by the most surprises we had into father's day 2023 what caught you by the most surprise of wow this is fatherhood yeah i mean i think it's it's certainly more work than i thought but it's also more terrific than i thought you know growing up i thought uh, i want to be a catcher for the new york yankees i want to be a columnist in the wall street journal that's kind of what i wanted to do and now i've looked back and as the kids are aging i'm realizing my dream should have been i want to be a dad i mean that's how great of a profession it is to be a father and I got to be around, as you said, Jim Dobson, and uh, worked on books with him. It's a, it's different in academic, I mean, to do the research, but then to actually step into it and be parenting, uh, it's obviously easier said than done. Um, but he he walked the talk and certainly uh, was a good example to me. And it was fun to get to dig into the research to show, you know, that kids just do better when their dads are around. That's the bottom line. I mean, kids need their fathers. They need their mothers but they especially need their fathers. And we're, you know, sadly, we're in a culture that a lot of our problems can be explained by the fact that fathers are either absent or uh, not involved, not engaged. We are so glad you're enjoying Conversations with Craig. Your experience doesn't have to stop here. 
to stay connected with other listeners, hear about current events affecting your family, and to share pictures and videos with your friends, follow Family Policy Alliance on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out the links in the show notes, and we'll see you online. And you know, Paul, it's funny that you, you say it that way. I agree with you, first off, that our culture is declining this way. And what it seems like um, when fathers engage in selfish behavior, um, we want to uh, either reward or explain that away in our culture um, instead of calling it for what it is. It's just selfish, you know, uh, 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 behavior. And it's usually at the expense of a child. And um, I talk about that a fair amount because I, for the first 12 years of my marriage until my oldest was nine, I was still living in addiction, you know, and, and so I was not a good father, you know, and, and so part of where I want to share is, um, you know, having had, uh, what it have been, uh, nine, uh, father's days, uh, while I was living in addiction. And now I've having the blessing of having, uh, uh, many more, um, since I've been sober is to, you know, I have a message for dads as we go on this weekend too, that, you know, you, you don't have to be per I'm still not perfect. I get stuff wrong with my kids all the time, but, um, I agree with what you're saying that, um, the most relevant, important thing, my purpose in life for people that are talking about that now, that it seems like everybody wants to change the world for other people where they don't live, you know, but the hardest thing is actually being a father of the children that you had living with the woman that you had them with as one flesh and, and, uh, raising child. And it's the most rewarding. It, it's really where you can find true North. And so I'm celebrating going into this weekend too. And I just loved it that you pointed that out. That's the purpose. It is. And the challenge of course, is to, uh, you know, there, there's the old line that kids want your presence, not your, the presence that you might give them. They just want you to be around and, and that will require you to not do other things, whether it's Go play golf or, you know, uh, pursue your your own friends. I was just talking with John Fuller, who's the co-host of our program to uh, uh, focus on the family. And we were talking about uh, friends and, the you know, the idea that do you have a core group of friends as a guy? We hopefully all do, but we don't necessarily spend a lot of time with them because we're in the season of life with our kids. And you don't want to resent that. You want to enjoy the time with your kids because it's so fleeting, right? It, it just it goes, goes like quick. so fast. So you want to enjoy it and not just tolerate it. And, and, tell, and, and uh, that, I mean, I, I, uh, I drove to Cincinnati on Sunday, this Sunday, to watch uh, three quarters of my daughter's soccer game and flew out of Cincinnati to come to Colorado Springs rather than Detroit, yeah. just so I could watch three quarters of the game. And that would not have made sense to me uh, before I, I was a parent. Do you think that that's true for you know, a lot of people that might watch this now? And for the grandparents that are watching this, that they're, they're, uh, 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 or prospective grandparents with people of a certain age, like me, that 20 something, uh, kids that are about to be married. Um, are you hopeful uh, uh, about the future of fatherhood in America or, or do you believe that it'll continue to, uh, decline? Well, I think for believers, I think we're certainly the fact that you and I are talking about this. Uh, suggests that we consider it a priority. And I think a lot of people, if they're watching this, it means they care about this too. So I'm optimistic. I think in terms of, you know, the, the kids will always have this desire to know their parents, to spend time with their parents. It's up to us to make it uh, so inviting and so interesting that they want to continue to come back, you know? And so that might mean 
when you don't want to go uh, to the park with your kid, you should you should still go, assuming you can fit it into your schedule. You know, there are people who talk about quality over quantity a lot in parenting. I don't know if I'm such a fan of that. I I, I agree. You know, I mean, I've even had Christian ministry leaders say to me, you can't balance your time. You just have to take the time you have and do the best you can with it. Well, kids don't really operate that way. Kids really want your presence in their life. It's laying down on the bed at night with them if they're little enough and just talking with them about this, that, and the other thing. It's it's going to the park. It's, you know, it's planning that special uh, time, uh, you know, if it's a vacation. I mean, take your vacations. Be, yeah. You know, I, I think about it in terms of there's only about, you know, 18 summers in a child's life. I mean, by the time they get into their teens, they're working, they have camps and things like that. That goes pretty fast. So enjoy it when you have it. Absolutely. And uh, I remember with what you're saying, Doc Dobson helped save our marriage and helped me be a better father with one of the, I believe it was one of his first books, if not the first one called Strong Old Child. Oh, yeah. And our first child, very strong willed, she still is, um, graduated from Michigan State. And he talked about it that your children have nothing better to do with their time than to watch and observe everything about you and try to master it. And, 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 it, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. No, he would say, uh, but what he's saying, and I, I thought he's right. And then as I watched her, she was, I think three or four only bought the book, uh, because we weren't communicating while we weren't getting her to go to bed and stay in bed and stuff. And then with her two sisters, you know, our, and I thought that that's true. They're, they're so amazed by us and they want to be everything that we are and more. And, um, uh, to to back up what you're saying, when I, I worked for a decade at Prison Fellowship, that um, um, the uh, um, we'd go in and talk to men uh, that were in prison and 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 women, and the effect that their fathers had on them was so profound because so many men would say the first time anybody told me they loved me was in a men's Christian group in prison. That's the, and, mm. and, and, and that's a majority. If you, if you ask the men, you know, how, what kind of love or with the women, what kind of love did you experience from your father or from the men of your life? It's, it's a very hurtful, punishing, uh, 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 brutal. And, and so the effect that we have on, on people is so profound, you know, and yeah. in every moment in their life. And I just love that our country is spending the time to recognize the importance of fathers and, and um, I think it's important for us as fathers too not to blow it off, and in and, and to accept the holiday of, of Father's Day as well. Because even if we don't think we did anything special, um, I think it's important for our culture to rec- represent yeah. the, the 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 role fathers do, don't you? Yeah, I do. And as a dad, the two greatest things you can do for your children is to love their mom. That's the first thing Amen. you can do: love their mom, and then spend time with them. If you do those two things you're already way out ahead of the curve. And, you know, you're going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But those two things will get you further and uh, hopefully uh, make it so that when Father's Day comes around, it's uh, a fun time of celebration and not an awkward, uh, you know, let's just get through this day and uh, make it make it work. Absolutely, absolutely. And for the fathers, you heard about my, my background, Paul. Um, it can get better, even if you don't live your life the way that you have up until now. With this Father's Day and this year before us, we can always, at least that's what I'm going to do, is, is try to double down and ask the Lord for help in being more present 
with my kids. I pray that a lot, Paul. Uh, help me be present today. Not in the future, not in the past, but but right here. Yeah, put your phone down. Put my phone down. Be with my kids right. and, and and to uh, and to be able to listen to them when when they come with their problems and and uh, with their hopes and their dreams and their fears. And um, I just I think uh, um, this is a really profound time for us to be available to our kids because there is so much uncertainty in the world today. Yeah, no, that's great. And thanks for bringing uh, this issue to the forefront because this is an important issue. It may be the most important issue in terms of culturally speaking. Thank you. And thanks for being with us today, Paul. My pleasure. Thank and, you. And God bless you all and happy Father's Day to all of you watching this at home. Brought to you by Family Policy Alliance. Our vision is a nation where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, Families thrive and life is cherished.